everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 5, Episode 11, the one with all the resolutions. Resolution. Very fancy. I don't know why I said, said it like that. I don't know. I think nice you're saying it like you would have said French Revolution. Revolution. La Revolution. Yeah, um, but... Um, this is a resolution, not a revolution. Is... Do do you want a revolution? Anybody? The Book of Revelations, Chapter Seven. Oh, oh Ashley, well, that was a good. We should go back and listen to that. That was a so good was a... song. It is a podcast with a hip hop flair. <laughs> it is an end times podcast with a hip hop flair. <laughs> End Times podcast. That's Revelation. Oh, <laughs> but that's what I said. The Book of Revelation, Chapter Seven. Oh, that's what he says I'm like the, the song yeah, okay. is Revolution. Okay, sorry, sorry. Funny I'm enough, back. I did get confused when you said Resolution, Revolution, and I was like, oh, she's saying different words, and then Revelation just too hard. Am oh, I right? Too many words. Um, so this is. Yeah, this is like Harry Connick Jr. all over again. Oh my gosh. Who, uh, sorry to this man. Who is this man? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, don't ask us anything unless it's friends related. In <laughs> Ever. Case, buckle up for that. Do next ask. Because here yes. we are. Um, you go, the one with all the resolutions. Let's wind it back. Let's wind the clock back to 1999. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 1999 if anybody follows us on instagram i for new year's 2021 um i posted a photo of ashley and i in the year 2000 which means this episode came out before that photo was taken and that photo is about the oldest thing on planet earth Oh, wow. But, I did, when you put it like that, that's crazy because we were sentient, well, that's what I was, and I just still don't feel yes. ready for that. Yeah, I know. So 1999. Oh, my gosh. I think oh we've gosh. talked about this before, but just refresh us. Where were you <laughs> and the year Y2K? This isn't Y2K, though. This is 99. <gasps> oh, th- Oh, oh, this is becoming 99. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Because Ross says only oh, the one divorce in 99. Right. 99. And it's the one with the routine is actually dancing us into the new millennium. Into Y2K. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you for clarifying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I was thinking, like, I know it's been, it's not New Year's right now, but did you are you a resolution maker or did you oh. make any resolutions or anything do like, i want a resolution do you or... want a resolution what what <laughs> um or anything in that i know some people are like no i set goals or i set intentions or i have a word or i have a vibe or i don't know whatever <laughs> um do you do a thing when the clock strikes january 1st yeah that's a good question so I was never a resolutions person um, until I moved to Chicago and lived with a couple girlfriends um, at an apartment there. And one of them, she doesn't do resolutions, but she does goals for the new year, 
Mm-hmm. And um, so we, the, what we used to do is the three of us would go out for like a fancy dinner at this um, really delicious restaurant. And we would just kind of like just catch up, just hang out. Because we were often like we had such different schedules that we didn't often spend time, the three of us. Um, mm-hmm. And not ever usually just the three of us. Like there was always other people in our apartment and stuff too. So um, so we would just go out for dinner, the three of us, and then we'd look back at the year previous, the year prior's resolutions, and then we'd make mm-hmm. ones for the next year. And what I found really interesting about that is that even though, so we'd write them down, um, like even just in like the notes app on the phone, we'd write them down and we never really revisited them at all throughout the year. But when mm-hmm. we went and did the next year's resolutions and we'd looked back, like usually we had ticked off most of them. Yeah. Um, And so I do think there's something important about writing something down and kind of, you know, maybe and like in front of other people, kind of like having Mm -hmm. that accountability, even if it's subconscious um, and writing it down. So I do that now. I really liked that because I found that it was actually effective. And even though I know there's no like actual significance to the changing of the clocks on the first. Right. I still think like any opportunity for learning and growth and challenging yourself is a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so I plan to do that again this year. So the three of us are going to do a FaceTime at some point. Um, Oh, fun. Yeah. And I was, we used to do it at this restaurant called Hot Chocolate. And I was like, well, why don't we just all make our own fancy hot chocolates and show up on this call and we'll, we'll do it. So I've already started writing some of them down for this year. Nice. What about you? Are you a resolution? I feel like you're not, are you? I'm not really a resolutions person. Um, I am, I don't know. I've always been like, for lack of sounding like I'm reading off my resume, I'm more task oriented. Okay. Um, (laughs) And your weakness is that you're just too good at your job. too good at my job. I'm like, I care too much and... um, I also um, I'm just a perfectionist, so it's hard to Oopsie. be. Oopsie. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, all these things are true, but they play against me most of the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I am I, I'm also not really a goals person, which sounds counterintuitive to like being a overachiever type mm. type a person. Mm-hmm. But I don't like goals because goals are usually like, for example, people are like, run a marathon. Well, I'm like, well, I know I'm not going to run a marathon. Why would I put something on a list that I know I'm not going to accomplish? But what people say is, well, if you set that out as your goal, then you work up to it. It's something to work towards. Even if you don't reach the goal, you made good steps towards that goal. And that's still beneficial. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't reach the goal. So Ah, so that's where your perfectionism plays into it. Yes. Yes. So I am more likely to make like, not a to-do list, but I also, I also have a hard time. And I've read this before, like New Year's resolutions, like this isn't my resolution, but an example of this is like when resolutions are too vague, it doesn't give you like steps. So even like the resolution of lose weight or eat healthier yeah is is not one not achievable because how do you measure that yeah but it doesn't often motivate you in the same way where, no. where it's like um you can make like more specific goals like 
exercise like go three for a times walk a week. once a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Or, or like make a know, healthy meal with a friend or something like that. Or try a new yes, healthy like recipe one meatless one each week. Mondays, yeah. meatless Mondays every day, every Monday, or something like that, where it's like something you can actually look at and say, "I can accomplish this." Um, and it's motivating because it's like interesting yes. and you want to do it. Yes. So I definitely subscribe to that thought of belief, that school of beliefs, school yeah. of thought. What? So many words. Hard knocks. Um, I think school of hard but knocks. But anyway, I told about. Ashley, I do a whole 30 every single January. I have for mm. the last four years. But I see that more as something I'm already going to do. It's just like part of my schedule. I see it less as a goal or a resolution, you know. Um, I kind of set a resolution or a goal. I don't know. Maybe you can tell me if this is any of those things. Is to... Uh, each month learn about a new piece of production equipment that I don't understand. Oh, that's cool. Because, because there's that's a lot relevant of times I'm to like, your job. <laughs> it's really relevant to my job. And I don't have to know because it's not necessarily like no one's like, Renee, what type of light is this? Quick, someone's going to die. But um, it's not a bad thing for me to be more well-versed even just in the lingo of like, can yeah. somebody move? the austera tubes instead of being like that one really bright one over there can you grab it um so yeah so i've kind of set that as a goal that's a goal that's a goal yeah because it's something that you can achieve right like right it's it's achievable it's something you'd like to do you can't do it yet and you have a plan for how how are you going to do it actually maybe instead of me assuming you have a plan well i don't actually i have a plan to learn about one new thing a month and i'm starting by uh learning I'm using like YouTube and blogs and stuff like that just to like yeah do just to learn some general information about these things I'm gonna start with the items I already the words I already hear thrown around that I don't know enough about or would like to know more about I'm gonna start there and then from there I'm gonna ask a couple of the guys I work with if there's any like categories they think would be more beneficial to focus on so that's my plan I don't know if it's necessarily a plan well done, you. I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, and I also am going to complete one master class each month. I signed up for master class this year. Ooh. Is one month a – like, is that attainable? Yes. it. Just, some of them are a little bit longer than others. Like, one I just started has 32 lessons. But oh, they're wow. all, like, 10 to 20 minutes long. So, really, as long as I do one episode most days and then two episodes every once in a while I you know like on a weekend or something um it will definitely be attainable I did one in like a couple of weeks um because it was only like 12 or 13 episodes so I think it's that's cool yeah yeah that sounds great good on you yeah um I do have a couple for this year. One of them is finally learn the metric system because <laughs> yes, I because have lived you live in, in the New metric Zealand system for six years. That's a really good and goal. And it's not cute anymore to keep going, <laughs> what is that in pounds? Wait, what is that in Fahrenheit? Wait, what is that in, in inches? So I'm like, or in feet. Ooh, I was like, I, yeah. I need to stop. <laughs> the only one of those I'm good at is temperature i can do that in my head well that's good well maybe i can talk to you about it it's it's fives and nines okay for every five you go up nine on the other side 
Not right okay. now. Okay, got it. That's good. Because like, it basically, it's easy enough to go. If it's fives, you kind of go up 10 and then just drop a couple off. So that's easy yep. enough for me. Yep. Um, but yeah, I figured what I would do is like, there's a couple key conversions you just need to memorize. I've just been too yep. lazy to do it. And I just need to do that. So I think I might like write a post-it note and leave it on my bathroom mirror or my computer or something until I just memorize those conversions. Mm -hmm. And I need to turn my phone back to Celsius because I had it when I first moved here and then I moved it back to Fahrenheit because I was like, eh, too hard. (laughs) So yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's, I've got some plans for how I'm going to do that. And the other one is, um, I've got a few more, but one of the other ones I've got is um, to take a comedy writing class. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, I so that kind of popped up on... I, I've thought about that for a while. Not that I necessarily want to go do stand-up or anything, but I've always thought that I could be good at it. Have um, we egged each other on in this? Because I've thought the same thing. Well, I think that you'd be great at it. So I think you'd be great I at it. If I haven't egged I on before, <laughs> consider me egging you right now. Are we only children... Um, of each other that we're just like no you're so good at this <laughs> like I I think that if we had a comedy duo <gasps> unstoppable I know dun, 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 one of these days hey aren't you um, all laughing right now isn't this funny everyone so thinks it's hysterical really like so and I'm turning this off um yeah but Bye. I <laughs> um so I think it was during COVID lockdown I like, you know, a lot of stuff was moving to online platforms. And so I had at some point, I think I, it must have been from like like the comedy club that we've gone to before, got some stuff about like virtual shows. And I was like perusing the newsletter because I was kind of like, yeah, you know, like could be something fun to do from the living mm-hmm. room. Um, and then at the bottom, it was something about like comedy writing classes. And it's like, this is for people who have been doing this for years and want to improve. This is for people who have literally never like told a joke before you know but like want yeah. to like know how to do comedy writing mm-hmm. um and I think it was like a combination of marvelous Mrs. Maisel and like you know getting oh, a little bit more insight about so like funny first you take some this and then you make it into a five minute routine and then you have like two five minute routines that you can like stitch together for a 10 minute and all this stuff and and just kind of thinking like you know whether whatever ends up happening with this and whatever the goal is um, I do a lot of communications in my professional um, role and a lot of storytelling and and it you know it's diff- it's not often comical but um, there is like different tones that can be taken. Wait, Ashley, your job isn't just an absolute hoot. I didn't graduate from Clown University <laughs> Chuckles or University. Chuckles University. Um, but I was like, you know, learning how to tell stories better, learning how to set up a punchline, mm-hmm. learning how to engage your audience, like that's all good things. So um, so I was thinking about doing it this past year, but uh, I just was incredibly busy and didn't. Um, and yeah, there was like now that New Zealand's not really locked down, there's been a lot of in-person ones, but I don't live in either of the cities where that's happening. So I was like, mm. you know, I just need to. F- so so I think um, there's a few things I've been doing this year that I'm going to drop that I haven't enjoyed. Uh, sorry, that I was was doing in 2020 that I mm-hmm. am going to drop. Um, and I made a list of those, too. Like, I think that's also important to kind of like yes. Marie Kondo it and go like, yep. hey, that was cool while it lasted. Thanks for 
the time it was an experiment. I don't, you know, maybe it worked, maybe it didn't, but like, I'm just not going to bring it with me into the new year. And so I'm going to free up some time to do this writing course. Fun. So be yeah, prepared for, for I... me to be hilarious. Okay. A friend and I talked about that a lot with uh, like people were at the beginning. Of, I mean, obviously we're way past that point now, but like at the beginning of like a true lockdown when we were all like suddenly having a bunch of time on our hands yeah. Like, what do you want to what do you want to bring back from this time and what are you okay with leaving behind from, you know, 2019 basically? Yeah. Um good time to review. So, that's good. That's yeah. Great. So, if you want to tell us yours, um super interested to hear. We are at Best Friends Club Podcast on Instagram or at gmail.com. Okay. Let us know. Okay. We are going to talk about 1990. Woohoo! 99. 99. Um, so let's start at the very beginning of this episode. Joey is such a good wingman. I'm so in awe of his skills here. Yes. And when he's doing this whole shebang, Matt watched this episode with me last night and he was like, when Joey's smart, he's smart. Like, yes. he's coming up with all of this on the fly. And it's, like, the same thing when they're, like, a pretty girl's involved and suddenly he's Rain Man. Like, it, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> somebody getting like, a little action is on the line and he's, like, I got it. Don't worry about it. He is the epitome of, like, street smarts versus book smarts, right? Like, when it is something that he cares about, he is your man. He's Rain There's Man. There's some things you don't learn from book learning. <laughs> from book learning. Um, so basically Monica and Chandler are all bummed because they want to kiss at midnight, but nobody knows about them yet except for Joey. And they're like, you know, we want to kiss at midnight, but nobody else is going to be kissing. And like, we don't know how to get past that. Um, I mean, they could have like stepped into the hallway and kissed, but you know, whatever. So they're bummed. And, um, and so Joey's like, I'm on it. And I love how they're like, wait, 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 Joey, like, don't make it obvious. And he's like, you guys, I got this. And he does. So he goes to he Ross. He's also the way that he approached it. I was like, it's smart that he like knocked people out in the way that he did. So goes up to Ross, who is dorkily counting down like 33, 32. <laughs> Jumping. I've always loved that because they, there are some mm-hmm. times when Ross is just such a loser. And I feel like, like with the two name tags as an example and like, this is an example, and I feel like it's because, like, 98 was a bad year for Ross, and so he's very tickled to move into 99. Um, and so Joey's like, who are you going to kiss at midnight? You know, you got to kiss somebody. It's midnight, and I'm going to yeah. kiss, you know, and he's like, Chandler's going to kiss your sister because who would you rather have kissing your sister, me or Chandler? And he's like, yeah, good point. And so he's like, well, I guess, I'll, you know, I've got a history with Rachel. I guess I'll kiss Phoebe. And so he goes over to Phoebe. Ross wants to kiss you. And she's like, so obvious. Like, <laughs> so, so well obvious. Done. Why doesn't he just ask? And then with Rachel, he's like, Rachel, I'm going to kiss you at midnight. Well, you can't kiss Ross because the history. Who would you rather kiss, me or Chandler? And she's like, yeah, good point. <laughs> so good funny. point. So so then he masterminds this whole thing and they all get their midnight kisses. Midnight mystery kisses. Ooh, speaking of midnight mystery kissers, do you know what we need to do here? Catch up on kissing bingo? Yeah, we sort of let that go. We kind of forgot about kissing bingo, didn't we? So obviously here we've got Monica and Chandler, who have also already kissed before. Phoebe and Ross and then Rachel and Joey. So we need to, if you have any of those on your list, you need to 
tick it off. Who have yes. we missed? Who else have we in like well, the last what like what's three interesting, seasons? What's interesting <laughs> is that everybody who's kissing in this scene, well, except Monica and Chandler because they've already kissed, they will all kiss again. Okay, so one I was thinking technically about this. in the future. Sorry, yeah. one technically in the past and one definitely but, in the future. But do we count that? Because oh no no no, because it, it it wasn't the one that could have been. It was no, it was the flashback. The flashback. So it did happen. We count mm-hmm. it. Okay. And now, what do you think about Monica and Rachel? Because they kissed, we just didn't see it. They got the date. We're just not on not it. Not on it. Right. I think it's confirmed and it counts. Agree. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, oh, we kissed this one time when we were drunk five years ago. It It happened. They just weren't allowed to show girl on girl kissing during prime time. Yeah. Okay. So if you have Rachel and Monica on your bingo card. Also Chandler and everybody. Because oh my gosh, yes, one of the kissing. <laughs> we how totally we? forgot that. I don't know. I don't know how we missed it. Honestly, somebody take our podcast away from us. Yes, please don't. Take our podcast away. Please don't do that. You can't. You can't. America. <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. Sure. <laughs> oh no. What things? I'm just saying things that sound like I'm in control. Oh, that was a good one. Expelliarmus. Okay, the Order of okay. the Phoenix. What is that? Well, Expelliarmus is a spell. The Order of the Phoenix is a group of people, but I guess you could conjure them. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, I forgot how cool you are. Yeah, thanks. Me and Ross. <laughs> Just a couple of cool Expelliarmus guys. Expelliarmus is a spell, but the Order of the Phoenix is people. Okay. I guess you could conjure them. You can, Renee, That is I'm what you sound sure. like. And I bet you more than over one American would agree with me. I bet you more than 50% of the people that listen to this podcast are also Harry Potter fans. Where are my Harry Potter stands? We're going to put a we're going to put something up on Instagram. Okay. okay. I'm sure everybody out there was like I know exactly what Expelliarmus is. Duh. And like this dum dum over probably here. Probably not in that tone, but um anyway, I think more people like Harry Potter than don't. We're going to move back to friends. We'll start that podcast next. Um yeah, so the one with all the kissing. Right, 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 right. We missed that. So if you have Chandler sure, 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 and... Sure, sure. Uh, did we get when Joey... Uh, when Ross kisses Joey? Has that happened yet? I want to be a good friend. And damn a it, I am a good friend. Ago. That happened that a, a long, long time, time ago. ago. We might have forgotten it. We might have. So It's hard to say. So basically, we've got Ross, Joey. We've got... Um, Monica, Rachel, and then we've got Chandler with all the girls, and then we've got the people that have just kissed now. So again, Chandler, Monica, um, Ross, Joey, and then Phoebe Ross. Sorry. Rachel, Joey, Phoebe Ross. Yes. You guys know what I'm saying. Okay. And Chandler and Rachel and Chandler and Phoebe. Phoebe. Yes. Correct. So... Fill out. I bet you we one of us has got to have bingo by now. I know. We're going to have to check on it. Yeah, we'll check on it. We'll post it again on Instagram. Okay. So then, so they have their, their cute wee party. Um, and then they go around saying what their resolutions are. And it starts with yes. Ross because he's like, just the one divorce in 99. And then he, 
I don't know how this comes about, but he says, um, I'm going to do one new thing every day. And he says, that's going to be my resolution. And then Phoebe's is to pilot a commercial jet. So here's a good example of where, like, she could do this if she, like, decided to start flight school. That would be a better goal. Like, yeah, if it was like, oh, eventually I want to be able to pilot a jet. So I'm going to, like, go do my local flight school hours, not just, like, hang around the airport, but whatever. Um, Chandler's, I kind of feel like it doesn't count because he's not the one who came up with it for himself. And I don't feel like that's a very good way to do goals is for, like, somebody else to tell you what you should do as a goal. Like, your heart's never going to be in that. Nope. But I think it's Ross is, like, maybe you're – or Ross or Joey or someone's, like, maybe you should be to stop making fun of your friends – um and oh, so Monica says it oh no oh uh, no no is it Phoebe no because she goes she has a better chance of sprouting wings and flying up your nose than you do of not making fun of us so I don't think it's Monica yeah. it's someone um it's someone and then I think it's Phoebe because I feel like she says hers and then he oh, says yeah you're right you have to find people yeah. whose resolution is to plummet to their deaths. Yeah. 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 Joey's is to learn how to play guitar. Yes. Um, Rachel's, again, another one where somebody else tells her what it should be. And this time it is Monica says, maybe yours should be to gossip less. Um, and she doesn't think she's a gossip, but they're all like, oh, honey, yeah, you're a gossip. Um, and Which then I don't think happen- she really gossips too much in the rest of the show. I haven't yeah I was thinking about that like in the show she's not seen to be a gossip it doesn't seem like they're just giving her that character trait yeah kind of like when they're like oh you hate things coming near your eyes and like that never comes up except for one episode and Ross hates ice cream right that stuff except he eats ice cream so um part of the big dairy conspiracy (laughs) which we know big got milk conspiracy um and then this happens later. We don't find it right away. But Monica's is to take more pictures of everybody together. <laughs> so those are our resolutions and everybody from Friends' revolution- resolutions from 1998-99. Yep. Okay. So let's first talk, if we can, about how funny Joey is. <laughs> Just in general? No. In general old lady (laughs) right so joey says like yeah i think i'm gonna learn to play guitar and phoebe's like oh i'll teach you (laughs) i've taught me and i love me oh it's so funny um and so she's like okay no 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 you don't touch a guitar first you have to learn the lesson one chords Except I don't know any of the actual names. Yeah. And so she just says, I've just called them what my hair, my hand looks like when I'm doing them. Bear claw, turkey leg, old lady. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Yeah. um, It is very funny. And didn't you, sometime before you posted a trivia question that was like, which one of these is not one of Phoebe's coins? Yeah. Um, Very good one. And when I posted the question, I actually forgot that there's that part where she's doing like the drills. She's like, bear claw, turkey leg, old lady, iceberg. Like she's like yelling them out. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I forgot about all those names. I only remembered the first few she shows. The bear or turkey leg iceberg and old lady. <laughs> and she also does tiger and dragon or the other ones, which is like Yeah, but that's in the drill sergeant. Like tiger part. and a dragon. Yeah. Yeah, she's got yeah. some good ones. So iceberg. Joseph. Um and Joseph. so yeah, when, so when he, she's like, do Iceberg. And then he's like, G-sharp. And she's like, did you learn the actual names? And then the part where he's like, I thought I was getting pretty good. So I went in to a guitar shop. And she's like, did you touch any of them? And he's like, I did. Your methods are stupid. And they get in like a big... I don't like to see these two argue because usually they're on the same wavelength. Yeah, but when because they're both so out there, when they're off, they're really off. Yeah, that's true. Although Joey is definitely holding it down for the side of normal society on this argument, where he's like, "It's your method is stupid to like learn guitar by not touching a guitar." Yeah. Um, Do you want and- to learn how to play guitar? <laughs> then don't touch one. <laughs> and so. Yeah, so they get in a, in a little fight, and um, and then at the end, he's like, "Look, I'm really sorry that I said your methods were stupid. You know, I've been practicing a lot, and I think I'm getting really good." And he like shows her, and she's like, "I think you're ready to hold a real guitar." And then so he picks up her guitar, and then he strums it, and it like falls down to the ground. Oh, I mm. love that part. It's so good. He proves her. Right? Wrong? It's hard to know. Yeah, I know. Hard to say, but it wasn't good. But anyway, so that's pretty much all that happens with that is it's funny and iceberg. You really nailed the old lady. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. So when this part happened, I forgot how much I love this. And I think that this episode might be one of my top five if not top five top 10 favorite episodes because of ross's leather pants oh my gosh i have feelings all right do you want to tell them tell us to them now tell them to us now i'll tell them as they arise okay so ross walks in wearing leather pants and chandler who's not allowed to make fun of anybody because he bet (laughs) ross 50 bucks that he wouldn't as part of his resolution for the week um, is running around like, Ross is wearing leather pants. Ross is wearing leather pants. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I always walked by the store that smells so good. And I thought, I've never owned a pair of really good smelling pants. So that was the new thing I did today. So unlike Ross. I know. But it's so weird. But he's on I sabbatical. I don't think and- it's un- – yeah, he's kind of off the grid. I don't think it's <laughs> unlike him – to like I don't how do I say this like do something that he thinks is cool but isn't or like was five years ago yeah he like talks himself into something with his own form of logic that is just a bit out there yeah yeah so he looks like a pirate um in those leather pants and flowy shirt. And yeah. and his hair is so big in this season. It is. It is. It's really big. Yeah. He's got quite the bouffant of hair. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, and so they're all like, oh, I think they're cool until Chandler leaves because he can't take it anymore. And they're like, oh, my gosh, those are terrible. And he, oh, yeah, sorry. And I missed a part where um, one of the new things he did one day was ask out a girl in a coffee shop, which he's done before, but okay. Um, and he got Elizabeth Hornswoggle's phone number. So he decides to wear his cool, new, good-smelling leather pants on his date with Miss Hornswoggle. Mm-hmm. Horn swoggle. Um, <laughs> Horn swoggle. Um, so he goes on this date at her house. They're watching a movie, yes. and he overheats because of the leather. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about this date. Okay. We'll talk about the date. One, is it normal to have a first date where you just have a guy come over to watch TV? Is this, like, something we missed? Um... Is it normal? Okay, hold on. I have never, <laughs> unless I already knew the person, like a tin, like a Tinder date or like a stranger you met at the cafe. No, yes, which this I is. would not. I would not let them know where I live, nor would I go to their home alone. Right, and snuggle with them on the couch. No. Um. Okay, that's so, what I have yes, to say that's first. Strike one. There's strike one. Then Ross overheats and decides to go to the bathroom to i don't know fix his heat situation um there's a lot if you were having this issue of getting your pants back on would you call joey for advice (laughs) so 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 he goes back in he goes to the bathroom takes the pants off and like sprinkles water and is like ah and i find it really weird that after like 30 seconds she's like hey my favorite part's about to come on yes like that was my other why thing. are you calling to your date in the restroom like he's been in there for a minute yeah it's Pause different it. like once he has been in there for a while yeah um when she's like i think it's time to come out you need to go but this yeah. has been like he just went into the bathroom it's like been even 60 if it's seconds. been five minutes like hello Sometimes don't people call know, to don't somebody make it weird I feel like I yeah, think at pa- ten minutes, yeah, you say something, but it's yeah. like, hey, my favorite part's out here. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think you pause the movie if you want to watch your favorite part together and go like get water, refill the wine glasses, wait, you know. Um, so yes. I thought that was super weird. But so anyway, so he takes his pants off to like cool down, and then he can't get them back on, and he calls. I mean, he's freaking out. Yes, to be calling Joey for advice, you've got to be. Yeah, you're desperate. You're desperate. So he calls. Well, Thankfully, and then even his Joey. cell phone fit in his leather pants pocket. True. I know. His little flip phone. <laughs> but, I mean, Joey even realizes that because he's like, Ross is like, I need help. And he's like, but Chandler's not here. And he's yeah. like, well, you can help me. So Joey's advice, his, his, his advice isn't the worst. Yeah. I guess not. It's, I mean, who... Who would have a who would have the right advice, I guess? Yeah. But I mean his being like, is there any powder? Sprinkle some of that on your legs to absorb the moisture. That's not bad yeah. advice. Um and then he's like, that didn't work. And then he's like, Do you see any oil? And he's like, Well, I have lotion. And he's right that oil would have helped slip the pants back up. Um, but he's like, I have lotion, will that work? And then like, yeah, go ahead, throw some of that on there. <laughs> 
And so then when Ross is like by the bucket full putting lotion all over and then like tries to pull the pants up and smacks himself in the head and Joey's like, sounds like it's working. Yeah. Uh, Did you know that smack is, that was not scripted. It just happened. Oh, he didn't do that on purpose? Uh Uh-uh. That is not according to IMDb. Oh, nice one. See, I feel like it was just another one of uh, David Schwimmer's physical comedy routines. I think it just happened because his hands honestly slipped. <laughs> That's amazing. So he smacks himself and um yeah. And then he's like this isn't working and the powder and the lotion have mixed together and are forming a paste. <laughs> I just hate his voice in this scene. He's like, okay, okay. Oh, I love it. It's so snivelly and like, okay, I have lotion. I think it's so funny, but fair Ooh. enough. Um, and so then, yeah. And so then he's like, well, what color is the paste? If it's the same color as the pants, you can just make yourself a pair of paste pants and she'll never know. Then you're good to go. Oh, my gosh. And then Ross is like, are you sure Chandler's not there? And he's like, "Uh, Rachel's here. I got to go. Let me know how it goes. See ya. And so, yeah. Uh, Do you have more thoughts about the paste pants? And No, mainly I just wouldn't have called Joey for advice. And that girl is weird (laughs) for a lot of reasons. I do think that uh, wardrobe mishaps have happened to people you go on a date and something really weird happens um mm-hmm. i think what you do is you before she calls you out because she's getting freaked out yes um i think you call out and you go this is really embarrassing uh these pa- this pair of pants is brand new so i've never actually worn them like for a whole day before I can't get them back on and I'm not sure what to do about it. And like, yeah, you might still freak her out, but like being a normal human and like welcoming yeah, other being people. Being up front. In, yeah. And like welcoming other people into your normal human experience is actually endearing. Yeah. You might have um, come back from that for a second date, but not this. I feel like what is more common, because I've read this before in like hor- date, first date horror in stories is YM. like- it probably was, yes. Like, or like, um, teen beat. You like take go to the bathroom at somebody's house and end up pooping, and like the toilet doesn't flush, type thing. In which case, then I think it's time to freak out and not invite the person into that human experience. But like, I would one hundred percent try to figure it out myself if I was in that situation. Yeah, don't know what I'd do, but yeah. Gotta get out of there. <laughs> well, I'm tired. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but I don't know what I would do. Anyway, um, yeah, okay. So she's like, I'm starting to get freaked out. And I like, he's like, can you turn the lights off? And she's like, no, let's leave them on. And he comes out without yeah. any pants. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's really good. It's very iconic. David Schwimmer scene yes of Ross just trying to be fun and fancy free which he is not no he's not no. and I love the imagery so the next scene with him is him coming back to the girl's apartment with just his coat and his pants in his hand and I just love the imagery of him having to like take the subway or like take a cab with no pants in New York and it just being like 
that's not the weirdest thing going on in New York that day. Like, he's not the only person riding the subway with no pants in New York. But that day, he was one of them. Yep. I know. No pants. Maybe. And he, like, walks in and they're like, we heard about your pants, sweetie. We're so sorry. And he's like, this year was supposed to be great. It's only two days in and I'm already a loser. And I was like, that energy actually is really applicable to 2021. <laughs> like, we feel you, Ross. This year was supposed to be great. It was Better supposed to be our year. It, oh, my gosh. When people are like, well, 2022, I'm like, stop, stop. Did you learn nothing yes. from 2021? Stop calling the years. You know what's really funny is um, I a lot of people were sharing at the end end of 2020 a lot of people were sharing their posts that were like um something about like 2019's finally over oh thank goodness can't wait for 2020 yes. and I'm like what what was even wrong though I don't what was wrong I, I can't I actually me remember <laughs> <laughs> me too when I was like 2019 seems like a dreamscape comparatively I'm like what was wrong with 2019 what was so bad with it why do we wish it away but there were so many people wishing it away but I think I think that's just a good reminder that life is not perfect and there's always going to be something. Hopefully yeah. not something like 2020 every year. But but like have some perspective. But have some perspective. And also we did it. We made it. We're out. And we're, yeah. we're okay. Like it is okay. So, you know, this too shall pass, I guess, is the motto of time. Whatever um, it is. I really like Nicholas Kristoff. He's a New York Times columnist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does some opinion pieces and he does a newsletter. And I get his weekly newsletter. Um, and he said he said in there that, like, usually every year he argues why that was the best year. And he was like, for example, like in 2019, I was arguing why 2019 was actually one of the best years we've ever had, like, as a society and as humanity. And he talks about, like, falling death rates of you know infant mortality rates and like um falling poverty rates and like food insecurity and just how like in general society is trending better even if that year Mm -hmm. didn't feel like a great year um but he was like but at the end of 2020 he's like yeah no i'm not this year does not count (laughs) but he was like and not necessarily because of like oh covid and lockdown and whatever and but he was like because millions of people around the globe have fallen back into poverty and i know like, matt and i were talking about that yesterday yeah like it's like obviously a lot of that has happened in the u.s and a lot of it has happened to like everyday people right have like mm-hmm. are now technically considered long-term unemployed and all that stuff and yeah. so like very real definitely happening to the people that you know are potentially listening to this people that we know and love like mm-hmm. it's very real and in your face but like all of the good work that has been done around the globe around of the last few years, like I don't know how many, but like over the last few years, generally um, around the globe, we've been trending to like pulling people out of extreme poverty. And unfortunately, yeah. I think that was all undone. It was. Well, we basically had a, almost eradicated world hunger, like people dying of starvation. Really? Yeah. And now mm. we're back. That's sad. Um, I really hope the billionaires donate all of their billions to eradicate world yeah. hunger. Because it's like we got so close. Like, just get us back there. You could do it so easily and wouldn't even yeah. miss the money. Probably not. All right. 
write a We're letter calling to your on local you, Bezos. Yeah, <laughs> we know you're listening. Um, anyway, yeah. So that is true about the 2019, and now I'm like, ah, oh, the better times. <laughs> um. And like some people actually really enjoyed 2020. There's been a few people that were like, I think it was a great year. And I'm like, maybe just keep that to yourself. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, there's positives that you can look for in every year if you want to. Yes. So um, yes. that's not what we're here to necessarily do because for a lot of people, it was very justifiably a terrible year. So it was what it yeah. was. But anyway, so that's Ross. So then Monica's trying to cheer him up by like, look, Ben drew a picture of you as a cowboy. You're not a loser. So cheesy. It is, and he falls for it, and he's like, "Cuss the leather pants? Maybe I could get some with fringe." <laughs> oh, Ross. Okay, sheriff, let's get um, you home. It, there is an episode, and I can't remember when it is, but when um, when Rachel starts laughing and she's like, well, I used to date him, but you're still dating her, and or like, yes, and she's like, I can't believe I ever let him put those hands on me with the keyboard and like these are the types of things where like if that was your ex you would just be like you are so embarrassing uh-huh yep single are you ross <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, anyway uh. so that's how ross's 1999 is going um <laughs> and then um rachel walks in after the fight between Joey and Phoebe, baddest man in the whole damn town. Fine, take his side. (laughs) And she picks up the phone and overhears Monica going, oh, if Rachel gets home, I'll just tell her I'm out doing my laundry. And then here's Chandler going, laundry, (gasps) huh? Is that my new nickname? (laughs) And she's like, what the? And she hears Monica going, Oh, you know what your nickname is, Mr. Big. And she freaks out and hangs up the phone. Her freak out. It's so funny to me. Yeah. It's like what? the phone was on fire or something. Yes. 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 When you kind of are like, oh my gosh. Like if you hang it up, it's like it didn't happen. Um, it's so funny. Um, have you yeah. ever accidentally picked up the phone and overheard? I mean, who? What phone would I be picking up? Like, I guess this was like back in the day of landlines. I haven't had a phone to pick up since I, since 1999. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, since the end of high school, really. Like, you know, that's the last time I lived somewhere with a landline. Well, you said that you had a landline in freshman year of college, but, and you kind of used it picked it up on somebody oh you didn't have like a second phone no it's like each bedroom had its own phone so you couldn't have picked up on somebody right 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 um yeah so goner i mean kids would just be horrified to know that your parents could just accidentally your little sister could pick up the phone and could and did all the time slash did it was like you were constantly having to be like looking for espionage for spies on the inside like yes mom i can hear you breathing (laughs) like not only spies but even worse they could pick up that phone and kick you off of the internet yes terrible Yes, that's right terrible as soon as they pick up the phone and start dialing the internet used to kick you off of it and there goes all your fun sexy chat room 
hangs with sexy the cute rooms. boy you had a trying to download an usher song and it's <sighs> at like 80 percent get kicked off um gosh downloading one song took an hour can you believe that or now I just tap it and it's there waiting for you waiting for your sister to get off the phone so you can use the phone Ugh. <laughs> torture child abuse how did, how did we live how did we live how i don't know um uh have you ever seen the movie just friends oh my gosh we've already you talked asked about me this. this all the time i ask you this all the time I love that movie so much, but that's what I think of when you pick up the phone. Hello, Joyce. <laughs> Hello, Joyce. Oh, honey, how'd you get over at Joyce's house? It's so funny. <laughs> um, except Rachel. Mm-hmm. Does, but don't you think that Monica would have heard the phone? To 100%. You can definitely. Uh, uh, I'm sure all of you out there remember. Like, you can remember the noise. Of, especially if somebody's not trying to spy on you. I think if not the pick up of the phone, which yes, you usually be able to, you'd usually be able to hear like a click on her. She definitely would have heard her shriek and hang it up, because she wasn't yeah. on mute and she like went like blah and hung it up. Yeah. So I was like, well, she definitely totally. would have heard that, but that's okay. Yeah. There's a lot that's not real. So yeah, um, true. So Rachel goes over to Joey and is like, oh my God, oh my God, Joey, I'm freaking out. This is unbelievable. It's huge. And Joey's like, no, 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 no. I already know too many secrets and you're not allowed to be gossiping. And I love that Joey's actually trying to keep her accountable. Yeah. And she's like, no, Also, Joey's- he doesn't want any secrets. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's true. He is like, I already have too many secrets. And then she's like, ooh, what secrets? And he's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And so I love when he's like, no, not listening. La, 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 la. <laughs> I just feel like Matt LeBlanc should teach acting classes in real life and not as Joey teaching at the community college. If he is on master (laughs) class teaching acting, Renee, please take it. I want to know his secrets. He's so good. Um, He is good. And he's so good at comedy, like, uh, like, like suspended reality comedy acting. He makes it all very believable. Um, they all do really. So anyway, so she's like, oh, fine. And so she leaves. But then later she's like, when, um, when Monica's like, well, I think I'm going to go do my laundry. And Chandler's like, me too. This shirt smells. <laughs> yep. And so yeah, she's, like he doesn't, I mean, talk about not being smooth. Well, yeah, but I kind of feel like they've been doing that the whole time and nobody yeah. was picking up on it. I know, but the way he does it, okay, uh, this shirt smells. I guess I could do laundry. Like, yeah, I don't know. This, this shirt's dirty. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, But I do think, like, it's one of those things that I bet when she realized that she probably looked back at all the different times. Like, and that time you sent us for that tour at that button factory? Like, it all becomes very obvious in hindsight. Um, But, yeah, so, so, she, so they kind of do that. And Rachel's like... Joey, that thing I was telling you about, now if you found out on your own, we could talk about it and it wouldn't be gossiping, right? And I do respect the fact that it's not that she's trying to blow their cover, but it's like, if I found this out about my best friends, I would Mm -hmm. need to talk it out. And so I feel like she's just like, I can't not talk about this because it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It would just blow my mind. That was happening right under my nose. Yeah. And it's your best friend. And 
two of your best friends and you would, you wouldn't, I'm an, I'm a verbal processor. Obviously you are too. Right. So like, I wouldn't be able to not discuss this with someone. No, no, not at all. I'm surprised she doesn't pick Phoebe because she and Phoebe are pretty close, but maybe she wants to talk to Joey because he's Chandler's roommate. And so she thinks we're the two that are the most closely involved with us. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I don't know. So anyway, so she's like, hey, can you go borrow that book that I left in Chandler's bedroom? And he's like, right now? And then he's like, do you know something? Do you know something? Mm. I know something. I know something. But it's so funny how they're like, you don't know. And then she's like, fine, I'll just go over to Chandler's bedroom right now and see if the thing that I think that I know is the thing that I think that I know. And he was like, you know. And so now Joey and Rachel both know. And I'm impressed. We know that they know. We know that they know. And now this is Mm -hmm. episode 11. Joey found out in episode five. So he's done a great job keeping it a secret this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chandler and Monica 11, haven't even done yeah. a very good job. But oh my gosh, they've done a, a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> um. So now they're like, I, you know, so now they're like, you know, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. I can finally have somebody to talk to about this, like whatever. And so I think that's it because then they start talking about it more, but that's not until next episode. Yeah. Uh, Chandler and Monica, Chandler and Monica. Chandler and Monica. I know. I cannot wait for that episode. Oh, my um, gosh. Me too. But this ends with... Did you ever... Wait. This has never happened to you. Has it? You found out two of your friends were hooking up secretly? Oh, let me think. I feel like... Not like a close friend. But I definitely feel like I've found out something like this before. But... I can't remember what. <laughs> Could be a lot of things. There were, in Chicago, there were two friends that were, like, in our social group that started dating. And once they started dating, we were like, oh, my gosh, that makes perfect sense. But, like, nobody saw it coming at all. Because mm. they were both, well, one was extroverted and one was, like, incredibly introverted. And so I think they did a pretty good job, like, keeping it quiet. Um, They're, like, yeah testing the waters, you know, period of kind of like, is this actually mm-hmm. a thing? And yeah. And so then they started dating and told people and it was like, oh my gosh, you too. Okay. And now they're happily married and very cute. Very cute. Very yeah. cute. I'm sure it happens. I understand it's definitely risky at the beginning. Um, when you want to know if it's like actually a thing or what. But yeah. now Chandler and Monica, I'm like, okay, like, you know, it's a thing. So it's time, you know? Yeah. And and it is kind of like what they said when they're like, oh, it's just so hard. And Joey's like, you bet all the sex helps with the sneaking around. Like, I do <laughs> yeah. think that for them, like, the fact that they're sneaking around also makes it more exciting than if it was just a mundane, like, you know, because relationships can get mundane. Like, just there's a lot of, a lot of just normal parts of life that you do together in a relationship that's not exciting and fun. And I guess they're trying to just like prolong the exciting, fun part. Yeah. Not that I don't love 
grocery shopping with Ben and boring <laughs> stuff. I actually do. I like boring stuff with him. But, yeah. It's nice. Um, but yeah. Um, okay. So the very end of the episode ends with Chandler coming in and paying Ross 50 bucks and then just making fun of everybody. <laughs> he's like, I can't do this anymore. You in. Ross, fine. Here's your $50. And then he's like, makes fun of Phoebe. And he's like, Phoebe, a plane? Better make it a spaceship. And you can fly back to your home planet. Good one. <laughs> and then he's like, and Ross. What, what are the ones for Ross that he says? He doesn't say one to Ross. Yeah, he says two to Ross. He says, Elizabeth Hornswoggle, what are you dating a character from Fraggle Rock? Oh, yeah. But yeah. I think he also makes fun of his leather pants. I just can't he remember. Does. Oh, shoot. Because he only makes fun of Phoebe and Ross twice. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Oh, totally. Oh, he said Tom Jones calls. He wants his pants back. Oh, that's what it is. Good call. Is Tom Jones the, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone? I have no idea. I think that's no Tom Jones. Idea. But if you told me it was Neil Diamond, I'd also believe you. So That sounds like it might be Neil Diamond. Yeah, it could be. I. But eh, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And so then, yeah. Oh, and at one point he's like, what's the boiling point of brain? And Phoebe's like, I used to know this. <laughs> so anyway, so... So that's so everybody's resolutions are pretty much gone as of day three of the new year. Yep, as that's they usually how are. It goes. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully yep. not for us. You're going to be master classing. You're going to be whole thirtying. You're going to learn about all that yep. production equipment. I'm yep, going to be speaking in a Kiwi accent, t- telling you about the metric system. And whatever the other thing I said I was going to do. I wrote it down. I just don't know what it was now. Whatever that other thing you said you were going to do was. What was it? What did I say? I don't know. Become a Pilates oh, instructor. Oh, comedy writing. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You were really listening for sure. I was definitely listening. <laughs> for sure. No, remember I said, don't you think we would, we egg each other on? Yeah, yeah, you were listening. You just didn't retain it. That's fine. Um, I'll learn to tell it better next time. So <laughs> you didn't retain what you said. <laughs> True. Anyway, that ends this episode, which is the one with all the resolutions and our resolutions. And if you want to talk to us about how you're going with your New Year's resolutions, if you do mm-hmm. them, or goals, or why you don't, or why everything sucks right now. You can tell us about all that stuff. We're here and we get yeah. it. So, bestfriendsclubpodcast at gmail.com or at Instagram. At Instagram. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for the one with all the resolutions. Hmm. Join us next week for episode 12. Episode 12. The one with the Chandler's one work with laugh. Chandler's work laugh. That was fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you guys. For that one. It's going to be a noisy one. It's going to be a noisy. For a lot of reasons. Annoying. It's Oh, my gosh. Yes, you're right. Yay. It's going to be noisy and annoying for multiple reasons, and we'll tell you about them next week. And zero of those reasons are us. Well. Well. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We'll see you guys then. We love you. See you then. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.